One of the most common questions I get asked on a regular basis, and by regular basis, I mean probably multiple times a day, is how do I get started shopping ethically? It's easily the most common question that I get asked. And so today I wanted to answer the question because I feel like it's one that obviously people want to know the answer to. Welcome to Business with Purpose. I'm your host, Molly Stillman of Still Being Molly. And this show is all about bringing you the stories behind the brands, companies, and small businesses that are changing the world. Now, normally each week I interview someone like an entrepreneur, CEO, nonprofit director, community leader, or just an incredible person who is trying to make a positive impact, not only with their personal life, but also with their career. My goal is to show you that no matter what you do for a living, you can make an impact wherever you are. But this week, this is episode 210, which means it's time for another solo episode. And so you just got me today, but hey, it is going to be a great episode because I actually got questions submitted from you to answer on this show. But before we get into the episode, I wanna thank another one of our sponsors of the show, and that is Simple Switch. Actually, Rachel Coyce, the founder of Simple Switch, was on the show back in the spring, so you may remember her. And I wanted her to actually tell you a little bit about what makes Simple Switch so incredibly awesome. Thanks, Molly. Thanks for letting me hop in on this episode really quick. We're an online marketplace for positive impact purchasing. So kind of a similar model to Amazon where you can shop online for things that you actually need. So like toilet paper, all the way up to nice gifts like jewelry or electronics. But every single product has some sort of environmental or social impact. So I'm really passionate about the the change that we can make just with our everyday shopping, as I know you are from all your amazing episodes on this show. And we'd love to offer a discount to your listeners because I know you guys are the exact right people for our marketplace. So if you go on simpleswitch.org and use the coupon code purchase with purpose, you'll get 20% off your first order. And that can be a cart that includes all your day-to-day needs, gifts, things you need for next year. Um, We can't wait to see you there. Thank you so much, Rachel. And also, did you know that I have an ethical brand directory? That's actually what Chelsea used to start finding products for her boutique almost four years ago. And now Amaz Oma carries over 50 intentionally sourced brands and is the perfect one-stop shop for all of your gift giving needs. And as a thank you to the Still Being Molly and Business with Purpose podcast community, she is offering 20% off with the code Shop with Molly, and you can head to shopwithmolly.com for all the details. Okay, now let's get into the episode. So again, the question is, how do I get started shopping ethically? And I think the first kind of sub question underneath of that is first, why does it matter? Now, obviously, this is something I have talked about ad nauseum on this show. So I'm not going to go too, too deep into this, but just understanding that there is a purpose behind all of this, that we're not just talking about shopping ethically and purchasing from brands and companies and small businesses that are manufacturing their goods in an ethical way or that have fair trade principles or are environmentally uh, conscious companies. It's not just to do it because it's cool. It's to do it because it really does make a difference. If anything, you know, comes out of this show, one of the things that I hope resonates with you is understanding that when you buy from a company like a fair trade company or a small business, you really are making an actual 
difference. You know, if you're purchasing a pair of earrings from a fair trade company, like one purchase of a pair of earrings might be worth 10 hours of dignified work. Or a pair of shoes from a company like The Root Collective could provide, you know, two to three days of dignified work. And so every single time you're making that purchase, you really are directly impacting a life. And you're also telling companies that this is something that matters. Money talks. So that's the thing that I just really want to drive home first and foremost. Now, a couple other questions, and a lot of these questions that I'm going to answer are don't necessarily need to be, you know, in a particular order, but I just want to address them because I know that a lot of these questions come up. And another one of the first questions I get is, okay, well, do I need to get rid of all my stuff? And the answer is definitely no, 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 no. So don't feel like, okay, now I'm on a journey to shop ethically. I have to get rid of everything that I bought previously that isn't ethical. No, 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 no. That's that's not what we are talking about here at all. Now, if you want to quote Marie Kondo your stuff, which I've actually talked about on a previous episode, there is an ethical way to kind of dispose of or donate things that you are purging. You can go back and listen to that episode on episode 130. But no, you don't need to get rid of all of your stuff. Now, another question that I got repeatedly from quite a few people, and that is, which category is, quote, most effective? Or is there a particular item that maybe has a bigger or better impact than others? So is it better to start with ethical denim versus ethical jewelry? And to be honest, I... There's kind of a couple ways to look at this. And so maybe, yes, there is. But at the end of the day, I think it's really more about intentional little by little choices and understanding maybe what your morals and your values add up to. So for example, if you're somebody who is just really, um, you want to shop ethically, but you're also really environmentally conscious. And so you want to think about the type of product that you could, you know, kind of switch out in your life or or shop ethically for that has, you know, a better impact on the environment. I think ethical denim is probably a great place to start. Denim, the making of denim can be incredibly polluting. That's, I don't even know if that's the right word to say. You know what I mean? It's just, it's the type of thing that can be very environmentally uh, harmful. And so maybe shopping for ethical denim is a, a better place to start. You know, for me, one of the biggest things for me early on was just looking at companies that were making a difference in the area of human trafficking. Human trafficking is obviously an issue that I have been very passionate about for a very long time, years and years and years since uh, 2011. And so for me, I actually started with companies that were directly working with human trafficking overcomers and working to combat human trafficking in that way. So I think that for you, you just kind of have to figure out what is an area that you know, you really care about? What is a topic that you want to really tackle? Also, another thing could be if there is maybe a product that you buy a lot of and you want to just maybe start with that product. So if you, I always kind of use this example, like if you have a a shoe thing, if you really love shoes, maybe you just change out the types of shoes that you buy and the companies that you buy shoes from. Or if you really are big into jewelry and accessories, buying from ethical jewelry and accessory companies. 
Or it could be beauty and skincare and changing out your beauty and skincare, not just for the environmental impact, but you know, also for, uh, you know, companies that have better ingredients in their products that are better for your skin and your overall wellness. So again, it's a topic that I think you're really going to have to kind of come to terms with on your own. But if I were to say, you know, is ethical denim has a better impact on the environment than say ethical jewelry? Probably. So I hope that answers your question. Now, the next question that I get a lot when it comes to this is talking about shopping ethically on a budget. Now, I'm not going to go into the details of this either because I have another podcast episode on this one, actually episode 120, which is all about tips for shopping ethically on a budget. So the short answer, though, is yes, you can shop ethically even on a budget. In fact, shopping secondhand is arguably the most ethical way to shop and it's the most affordable. So there really is a way for every single person to shop ethically. It does not matter what your budget is. You can shop ethically. Another question that I got a lot is, how do I know if a brand is ethical? Or is there a way to really make sure that the brand is ethical that I am shopping with and they're not just greenwashing? Well, <laughs> I am I hate to refer to another previous episode, but episode 110 of the podcast also goes really deep into this topic all around how you can tell if a brand is ethical and if they're not just greenwashing. But when in doubt, always contact the company, reach out and ask them very specific questions. Ask them if they have a third party auditor that, you know, if they do manufacture overseas in China or somewhere else, ask them, you know, what kinds of auditing that they do of their factories. Um, Do they work with a wrap certified factory? Do they work with certified organic materials? Do they monitor where they are sourcing their materials from? You know, are they checking their supply chains? There's a, a a bunch of different things very specifically that you can ask companies. And if they can't give you a definitive answer, then that's a little bit of a red flag. But again, you can go back to episode 110 to hear all of the different ways that um, I have kind of given you some tools and resources for how to know if a brand is ethical. But yes, there are definitely ways. Are there going to be brands that greenwash and lie? Yes, there are. Can you do your due diligence to maybe not shop with them? Yes. Will we make mistakes? Yes. But guys, this is about grace, not perfection. Progress, not perfection. Little by little, these choices really do add up. Okay, the next question that I got is, how do I get my family or my husband on board? This was one that came up a lot. Now, I have two young kids, and I obviously am married to my awesome husband, John. And my husband and I have actually talked about this on, uh, I believe it was either episode 100 or maybe even episode 200 that we talked about this, but the long of the short of it is, is it's something that I have talked about so much and I have so many conversations with him about that he, you know, he understands why I am passionate about it. Is my husband as passionate about it as I am? Certainly not. Certainly not. But he also has very different buying habits than I do. He still has shirts in his closet from like high school. So actually, he has a shirt that he wears to work out sometimes that is from when he was like a kid kid. So he's not somebody who is buying things 
and wearing them once or twice and then never wearing them again. He is definitely the type of person that buys something and wears it until it is hanging on by a thread, which is something that I talk about a lot, that that's that's an ethical way to shop. Like if you're buying something and just truly, truly, truly wearing it out, that's okay. Um, but he has definitely has areas in which he is changing his own buying habits or he'll check with me, hey, is there a company that I should buy from for this? Um, you know, he needed some new gym socks. And he said, hey, is there a company that you like that's ethical that I can get some new gym socks from? And in fact, those are now his favorite gym socks. And he wants to get new gym socks from that company all the time when he needs new gym socks. So I think having a conversation and communication is key. But understanding that sometimes husbands are, are, are not going to be on board and I, it might, might take time. Another thing is, is I actually sat down with my husband and watched the documentary, The True Cost on Netflix. We watched it together. And so that opened up an opportunity for us to have a conversation around this as well. And so that might be something you would want to do with your spouse is sit down and watch a documentary like The True Cost. And so they can begin to really see why this is something that you are passionate about. Now for my kids, you know, I talk about this stuff with my kids all the time. And so while my kids, you know, are at you know different ages, my, my daughter's seven, my son is four, my son very much still doesn't really understand it. But my daughter is now at an age where she she really is starting to understand it. And so she will ask the question of, of companies, oh, well, is this an ethical company? Does this company have human trafficking in their you know, supply chains, like those are the types of things that she now can understand to an extent and and talk about. So it's something that she has kind of in turn become an advocate for. And I think that there are age appropriate ways that you can have a conversation with your kids around these topics to just kind of explain why we care about the environment, why we care about caring for the planet, why we care about people, you know, explaining that there are children their age that are having to work in factories to make our clothes, make toys or, or whatever, and that those kids shouldn't have to do that, that that shouldn't be the reality. And so what kinds of things can we do to advocate for those situations, advocate for those children? Now, real quick, before I get into the last set of questions, I want to just quickly thank a couple more partners of the show. And the first one is GoX. Now, GoX's story began in Gulu, Uganda, with a woman named Lucy who had a sewing center but no work. Their parent organization, the Global Orphan Project, created work for her sewing school uniforms and a few other items. This work gave Lucy dignity, provided for her family and for others, and changed their stories from charity to empowerment. That's what differentiates GoX from most apparel companies. Their core story has remained the same. They exist to create and sustain fair wage jobs that liberate workers from poverty and empower them and their families and communities. You have the ability to change lives through a simple purchase decision. That's what we've been talking about this whole episode. But by choosing GoX, you are choosing a better shirt for a better world. You can shop sustainable, eco-friendly t-shirts and sweatshirts with purpose today at goexapparel.com. That's G-O-E-X apparel.com. And now when it comes to gift giving, I'm not perfect. 
Uh, but I really do try my best to give gifts that my friends and family love as well as empowers the person who made that item. Another one of our sponsors makes gift giving easy and that is the Lemonade Boutique. The Lemonade Boutique stocks fun and meaningful gifts that also give back. Each purchase empowers the artisan who made it to take life's lemons and make lemonade. You can shop at thelemonadeboutique.com and the listeners of the Business with Purpose podcast can save 15% by using the code PURPOSE15 at checkout. Okay, now back to the questions. Now, this question I thought was kind of related to that, how do I get my family on board question, but it was specifically for teenagers. Now, I don't have a teenager, so I actually reached out to a friend of mine who has a teenager who is, she's an amazing, amazing teenager, and she is the type of young woman that I I hope my daughter grows up to be like. And she is actually incredibly passionate about this. And so I asked her mom, you know, how did you get Emma kind of on board with this? And this is what she said. She said, well, Em's nature of not wanting anyone to be hurt is ultimately what steers her away from wanting anything not ethically made. But even if I gave her free range at this point, she wouldn't ask for anything significant. So for other parents, finding what their teens care about is the key. So Emma cares about dogs and small children. So she's really upset to learn that children are working instead of going to school. She also hates bullying. And so they talk about how trafficking and the unethical treatment of people is related to bullying. So at the end of the day, it's really about finding what your teen cares about and help them see how it might relate to unethical practices in business. I hope that's a helpful answer. I really appreciate my friend for answering that for me because she is just, she's raised her daughter to really have this passion. And so I hope that that is helpful. Okay, the next question is kind of a unique one. And I'm going to kind of summarize it um, because it was a little bit longer than this. But essentially what she was asking was, you know, she likes to wait to shop ethical companies when they run sales. But then she started to feel guilty because she felt like if she was waiting till the company ran a sale that, you know, somebody was eating the cost. And so she said, well, is it really ethical if I'm waiting to shop an ethical company when only when they run sales? And to be honest, there are probably going to be a variety of opinions on this. But in general, I would say no. And a lot of times brands, especially ethical brands that run sales, they run them at very specific times. And it's typically to clear out previous seasons or older products that they need to clear out in order to make room for new products. There are ethical brands that will run sales kind of periodically for you know, whatever reason. But I would say the majority of the businesses that I know that run sales run them very intentionally. And so it really is an opportunity for them to still be able to pay their artisans. You know, their their artisans have, have been paid in full, but they've got some of this excess inventory that maybe didn't sell or was returned. And so they need to clear off the shelves in order to make way for new product. So at the end of the day, the artisan is still getting paid their full wage. And the company, the business is not more often than not, not losing money. They're just, they just might not be making the full profit 
But again, it's usually on kind of that overstock or leftover product. So at the end of the day, I would say no, it's not a problem to wait for a company to run sales. And a lot of times that is sort of a gateway for people who want to shop ethically, but don't have the opportunity to. And so they wait until those companies run sales. So I would say no, it doesn't hurt to wait and don't feel bad about waiting. Now, the last two questions were asked really specifically of me. And the first one was, how long did it take you to transition to shopping ethically? Now, I've talked about this a lot before, too. And it, the fact is that I started this process back in 2011. And slowly, bit by bit, I started to change my buying habits. And so this has been a nine-year process. So I, I share that because this is not something that I overhauled overnight. This is not something that I just poof became an expert at. It is something that for the past nine years, I'm constantly learning. I'm changing. I'm adjusting. There are some areas I give myself grace on. There are some areas that I won't budge on. So it's really, it's become a process for me. So don't feel like you have to change everything overnight, learn everything overnight. It really can be a little by little, you know, progress type situation where you're, you're making intentional choices on a daily basis. And that leads me to uh, the next to last question, and that is, do you always shop ethically for everything? And the answer is, of course not. I mean, are there people that do? I'm sure. But that would be very difficult to 100% of the time, you know, make sure the company I'm buying from is ethical. It's just not always possible. Sadly, that's just the reality. Now, I would love to one day get to the point where, yes, it's always possible. You know, if I can't buy it from an ethical company, I try to buy it secondhand and vice versa. And then, you know, then I'll maybe, okay, well, if I can't find it secondhand, I can't buy it from, you know, an ethical company, then maybe is there sort of, you know, a small business locally I can buy it from? Or is there's kind of a, you know, quote, the, the lesser of, t- of the evils, you know, sort of choice. And I t- say this all the time too, I love me some Target. And Target has actually made big strides. They've partnered with IJM, International Justice mission to work on eliminating labor trafficking in their communities. They've started supplying a t- from a ton of ethical brands. They have their fair trade denim line. So Target's a great kind of, you know, next option if you haven't been able to find it from a small business or secondhand, so on and so forth. And then, you know, sometimes there's just, there's maybe not an ethical option. For example, you know, my daughter just turned seven and this is the year that she is obsessed with all things Barbie. She wants all things Barbie. She is obsessed with Barbies. And yes, I was able to find some stuff on, you know, secondhand or eBay, but also at the same time, like she loves Barbies and she's going to play with these Barbies until their legs fall off. And so, um, you know, I I didn't feel bad about getting her the Barbie camper that I know she is going to play with for years and years and years to come. So it's all about progress, not perfection, giving ourselves grace and you know, I am not by any means somebody who judges somebody if, you know, if you buy from a company, I just make the choices that I feel are right for me and my family. And my goal is just kind of in sharing this information so that other people can do the same and make the choices that are right for them and their family. Okay, and last but certainly not least are just some additional resources to kind of continue on this journey. Obviously, you can you can follow along on my blog and on my social media. I'm at Still Being Molly and at Business with Purpose Podcast on all social media networks. 
and you can go to stillbeingmolly.com. And even on stillbeingmolly.com, you can find my ethical brand directory, which has over 450, almost 500 different ethical brands in all kinds of categories from everything from home decor to clothing to, you know, children to toys to basically you name it, it's on there. And you can join my Purchase with Purpose Facebook group. I will make sure to have the link in the show notes, but I think you can just search Purchase with Purpose on Facebook and join the Facebook group. That's another just great online community where people are having conversations around this topic, asking and answering questions about where they shop and things like that. Also, I share articles I come across. I follow a lot of publications that write around these topics. So things like Fashion Revolution, Freedom United, and uh, similar organizations that are covering issues related to shopping ethically and, and kind of purchasing with purpose. So I try to just be a general resource of information for you so that if you do have a question, there is an answer. So I just want to thank you for listening to this solo episode of the Business with Purpose podcast. If you learned something, I would love to know what you learned. So please let me know on social media. Again, you can find me at Still Being Molly or at Business with Purpose podcast on Instagram or Facebook. And you can use that hashtag Business with Purpose podcast. Again, thank you for listening to this week's episode. Now, if you are a first time listener, welcome. Be sure to check out the archives for past shows featuring amazing entrepreneurs and business owners who are literally changing the world with their businesses. And if you're a regular listener of the show, thank you for tuning in week in and week out. And thank you for your support. Be sure to head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Radio Public, or wherever you listen to podcasts and click that subscribe button. Clicking that button helps to make sure you never miss a new episode of the show. And while you're there, would you mind taking a moment to leave a review? Leaving a review helps me to know what you're liking and how the show is personally impacting you. This show is produced by the incredible team at Third Wheel Media. Thank you so much for listening. Now go do something good with purpose on purpose. <laughs>